Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. This week we begin a discussion on who should be controlling your homeschool. This is a really important topic and we hope you find it encouraging. We also talk about ways you can help your child that doesn't seem to be motivated. Before we begin, we also want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. They make math fun and you can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. So let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, we're talking fast because we got to finish up a little quick tonight. Um, ben has a volleyball game and Riss is on the team, which he's a powerhouse and uh, they're counting on him. Um, but I think we're all going to the game to watch and watch kids. And uh, But I'm finally feeling pretty decent. Uh, after a week, we got back from the cruise a week ago, um, the refreshed marriage cruise and uh, uh, the next day, I told my wife, I said, man, my, my joints feel achy. I didn't know if it was because of the weather change. Um, but my family, most of them had already been sick. And it hit me the next day. And it just started slowing me down. I began to get congested and cough and fever. Jed's birthday was on Wednesday. We went to Chuck E. Cheese. And uh, I coughed real hard and threw out my back. Um, and to make a long story short, we it was terrible for a couple of days so. in fact on one day i was in the bathroom it was in the morning and i was feeling a little lightheaded because i had taken some you know kind of night quill stuff and that made me always kind of jitters me out um and in the morning i'm like on the on the throne and my hands on the doorknob and i'm like Debbie, I'm going to faint. And I could hear in the background going, I'll be right there. I, I can't come right this second. And uh, and uh, and the next thing I knew, I was, she was going, Todd, Todd, are you awake? And I'm like, what, what? And she got me down on the floor. I was good. But uh, but I'm feeling better now. So I think yesterday was a turning point. Um, but I'm feeling a lot better today. My back's feeling good. Um, which is kind of a bad combination when you got like congestion, you're coughing and your back hurts. Um, I just couldn't recover either way. Uh, and now it's my wife's turn not to feel very good. And so I'm using the opportunity to be a good uh, doctor and nurse and, and uh, trying to help the patient there. Um, but we're going to kind of talk fast because again, we don't have a lot of time. Um, uh, you know, uh, one of the things I was thinking about that since we've kind of the new year started, you know, you're kind of getting back into the swing of things or not getting back into the swing of things. Um, because I know like earlier today, I was thinking, how can you moms be homeschooling? It just sounds miserable to start all over again. Maybe it's because, you know, you've had the, the fun of the new year and it's hard to get going again. And maybe you get excited about starting, but then you get off to a rough start or you're just have some crummy sickness in your house or the weather and uh it just sounds overwhelming to me sometimes so if it sounds overwhelming to me it must be overwhelming to you but now's the time to be thinking of um you know kind of down the homeschool trail uh and so i was thinking you know now's the time to start thinking about homeschool convention time <coughs> and i'm gonna cough a lot sorry um uh but if you have a state uh, homeschool convention, you should plan to attend this year. I know maybe it's been a while since you've gone, or maybe you've never gone. If you've never gone to a homeschool convention, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to push you into going because you're going to be blown away if you've never gone. Um, you're going to be encouraged by the workshops and by the speakers and uh, by seeing all the stuff hands-on. It's not the same as doing seeing it online. 
Uh, there's nothing like picking up a textbook or picking up a, a little book or, or talking to the person who created it. Um, it just can't be comparable to looking online and seeing a video talk about it or, or you know, thumbing through it on, electronically. Uh, but uh, there are lots to go to. In fact, uh, we're going to be speaking at lots of them. I know a lot of the other speakers are as well. Um, you should start to plan now. We're going to talk about that later as we as we as the weeks progress. Um, or maybe like a homeschool camp. I know that uh, we're going to be speaking at one at the end of uh, uh, Labor Day. I know that sounds like a long way away, but there's some great homeschool camps. One in, in uh, Harvey Cedars, New Jersey at Harvey Cedars Bible Camp. And, uh, Sandy Cove Ministries in uh, Northeast Maryland, or uh, one out in Nebraska uh, called Maranatha. That's a great, uh, they have a great homeschool camp. Um, or maybe just plan a vacation. This is the time to uh, kind of make those, make those plans. Uh, and uh, uh, I know that, uh, you know, Ben and I both need to be starting to plan for our fall vacation uh, because we do a family thing and, and which just means I need to write it down and make some phone calls and make sure we have our spots available. Um, maybe you haven't done that in a while. Uh, we talked about making connections last week. Uh, this would be a great time um, to maybe talk to your spouse um, or your kids and say, let's do something. Let's do something maybe even different uh, this year. Well, before we get, uh, go into the next portion of what we want to talk about tonight, um, we had a really good comment over on Podbean, which is actually um, the podcasting platform we host this on. Uh, you can listen to the podcast through that app, um, but you can also do it through iTunes and everything, which is what most people do. But the question was, do you have any advice for parents who have a kid who is not internally motivated? I just started listening and I listened to the episode about Sam and his passion for animation. You have two internally motivated teens and one teen that struggles. I feel like I'm always nagging them to make better choices, to contribute, to have a good work ethic. I don't want to have that sort of relationship with them. Do you have any advice on how we can come to a happy place? I think that's a really good question. I'm sure, or not sure, I know mom and dad had kids like that <laughs> or have kids like that. So I thought it would be a good, uh, good, good topic to talk about. Hey, Ben, before I answer that question, though, um, you know, I was thinking, I, even as you're reading that, you said something about it being on Podbean. Um, you know, I, I know you always say, oh, if you like us, leave a, a comment over at, uh, uh, you know, on I don't know. He's trying iTunes, to say is a review on iTunes or any other podcasting platform. Yeah, what is what it. is what's the value of that? I mean, like so I mean, why should get people do that? I mean, the main reason is so if people are on let's say iTunes or you know, Apple Podcasts looking for a podcast and they type in homeschooling, um, we want them to find us because we want them to find encouragement and not something that's discouraging or anything else like that. Um, and so if if you know, if there's a podcast out there that has hundreds of great reviews, <coughs> You know, iTunes is going to usually show that podcast above others. So, you know, it just helps us get more people to find the podcast from than just from what, you know, from our Facebook group or uh, Facebook page and everything. So it's just helpful and people who are searching for, you know, topics related to us to hopefully uh, the better reviews we have, the more chance we have of becoming. So you know, one of the top it's ones. not just to make us feel better. No, no, no. I mean, because it's yeah, no, it's right. totally to. Well, I mean, we like that. We like to hear people mm -hmm. who have been encouraged. But the main reason is to share <laughs> to 
increase the likelihood that someone else who might need to hear what this podcast has to offer then will find us, you know, because otherwise there's hundreds of podcasts about, you know, stuff that we could just get lost in the shuffle. So, um, so you could kill two birds it. with one stone. So you could make us feel good and exactly. you could <laughs> encourage some other uh, moms out there. Okay, let's answer that question. Um, you know, uh, I, I think even as this, uh, this person answer and we don't know if it's a husband or a it was mother, a, so. a wife i think her name was maybe it angie was i want to say or something like that okay i unfortunately um, didn't include the name that's okay um you know uh but but i thought it was interesting because she said then you know i have two teens who who are motivated and one teen that struggles you know i think that's the part where we we start to get hung up on we think that just because God has revealed to our certain teenagers or certain children, you know, what they're supposed to do, and they're motivated by that, that they're the ones who are doing okay. And the ones who may not have been, that's not been revealed yet to them, they're the ones who are struggling. I don't think that's how we should look at them. I just think they're, you know, they're, they've started down these different paths. And one of the kids just doesn't know what path he's supposed to go on yet. Um, and that does make a huge difference because, I mean, Ben and I have talked about it because Ben even got frustrated that. I mean, I feel know, like I would and, be that kid probably. I mean, not 100 percent, right. but overall. But, you know, cause, and you would look at Sam and go, I can remember you saying, well, why why can't I know what I'm supposed to do? Like Sam knows what he's supposed to do. Um, and the thing is, you don't get to decide. Uh, Sam, you know, it wasn't like he took some. Uh, the placement test early on and it just made sense to him um and i know some moms like to do that they like to have their kids take well let's find out what you're excited about and i'm thinking that's just you're wasting your time and you're frustrating your kids because you i think they they think then you think as of them as being broken because we got to fix you so you know i would just first of all i would unlabel my kids and just say hey i got these three kids you know, some of them seem to know where they're going and some they haven't been shown yet. But this mom said, you know, I always feel like I'm nagging him to make better choices, to contribute, to have a good worth, a good work ethic. And I don't want to have to be uh, I don't want to have that sort of relationship with him because, you know, sometimes we can um, we can take that one child and we go, well, it's up to us to get him on the right path. So so we're we hound them you know and we're like well why don't you you know you're just wasting your time doing whatever you're doing or you know you should be out there pounding the pavement or maybe you should read these books and again to someone who doesn't know what they feel like what god would have them do it's super frustrating you know those books when they're thrust upon you uh they just uh frustrate they don't always clarify um you know usually the person who does what know what they want to do it just uh refor or in whatever reinforces what they already know so they're kind of encouraged by that um but if you're feeling like you're always on your kid then i would just back off and i'd say you know i really i don't think it's about you and your kid i think it's about you and god uh you know it's sometimes hard to say to god okay god you're in control. You've got this kid, you know, you've got his path set before him. Uh, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to be fretful about it. You know, it's not up to me to uh, guide him and, uh, you know, and make sure he figures it out. It's up to you. 
And that kind of changes things. And that's hard for a parent. Um, I don't know, uh, Ben, you might even find it's hard for, for yourself. Wow. Uh, because I know you seem like you've done a pretty good job. Because I would still say, you know, for, for when I tell people about Ben, I said, oh, man, he's really good at what he does. But I'm not sure he thinks that's what God has made him for. You know? Yeah. I mean, um, I think, uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, because I've never had like this one exact skill that I'm like working towards or thing, you know, something necessarily. I've, obviously, there are things that I'm interested in and things that I have that I know I am good at, you know, and that's what I tend right. to prioritize. But that doesn't mean like I have my trade that I'm just like focusing everything in my life around building and being better at it. Or your mission. Right. You my mission in life. Mission exactly. Right. Um, and obviously one of those missions is being a husband and a spouse and or uh, right. which is the same thing and providing for my family. And that is huge mission. And that's something I also want to make sure. But I think one thing that's also true usually is like if that is your kid, usually I don't think they're unaware of that you know they probably are feeling inadequate or like my other siblings are just better um and that is something that's discouraging and i think that it's a fine line between no there's not a fine, i don't know yeah if you basically i mean i know a lot of people who they lost <laughs> their kids because they were so non-stop on them about everything and having to do everything so then when they had the the basically when the the control or the 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 guides around their kid came off the kid just kind of was like well i'm not doing i'm so sick of everything you've been you know riding on me about all these different things i'm supposed to be and they just kind of push back on that really hard Mm -hmm. not saying that will always happen but i just think it's it's important i think the thing that helped me the most is that you all my parents were always encouraging not nagging you know like mom would offer to help if i was like well i just don't know what to do she would say like well maybe you can do this or we could try you know these but she never was like well you need to be doing something better with your life you know she was encouraging me they always were you know telling me you're going to figure out what it is don't worry you know you don't you're doing an awesome job you know things like that encouraged me things i liked you know they even told me why don't you just finish up your degree in history because that's what you love and you know a lot of parents would be like that is a total waste of money and time uh, why would you do that but they encouraged me <laughs> the things i was passionate about which then helped me kind of just become you know more understanding of what i was into and then i just also started working and that just kind of gave me direction and kind of focused what i was also good at when i disliked and and things like that um but you know yeah, I just think nagging will almost never get the result you want. You know, I mean, it's the same in marriage. And that's something we've done, a lot, you know, a lot of marriage things is like the spouse that is like constantly just picking at the other spouse generally won't affect like real change. It might they might begrudge them, but it, does, it you know, could create bitterness, I think, and like, you know, anger instead of like actually helping your child do that. You know, obviously you're going to have to tell them to clean their room when they're younger. And obviously you're going to have to tell them like they literally can't just play video games their entire life. You know, I I totally get that. But it becomes a point where, you know, you could, I I just don't know if I think the effectiveness is lost. And also the other thing is sometimes your mark of what motivated and successful looks like may not be exactly what your kid does i think because like you know for some it's like i want them to be incredibly gifted at music and it's like well not every kid is necessarily going to be that you know so if that's like they're not motivated enough to spend two hours playing music while they're like their siblings you know that i think is also could be something where it's kind of like ah they're just not motivated when in reality it's like that's really not a strength and it's hard to get someone who has a real weakness in an area or something to become very good and motivated at it but i don't know and i sometimes think we we put 
our thought we we take what a 40 year old person is thinking and we expect our 18 year old to think that way you know yeah, totally. um, when they're just not i mean because you're thinking well if you don't you know if you don't do your homework you don't finish it up you're never going to get graduate from high school and then if you don't graduate from high school you know you're going to be a bomb and you're never going to get a job and you know the kids are just thinking man i just was thinking about sleeping in 15 right. minutes exactly. or later today you know they don't they don't take they that don't feel all the, out. And, the immediacy as much either. And I think, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. And, and I just think, you know, so, as they get older, two things happen. One, you know, somewhere along the way, God says, this is what I want you to do. You know, and that changes from not showing you to yesterday to showing you today. You know, it might be through a variety of ways. I'm going to cough here. It might be through whatever, through just a conversation or something and you can't force the conversations you can't you know make sure he goes to a uh, career day at the local community college not those things but maybe they're reading something or seeing something or maybe something that they like to do as a hobby kind of clicks on and they go what about doing this you know that's one of the ways and the and the other is you know i wonder that uh when the motivation comes along then then they they kind of skip jump out of that slug mode into mm-hmm. you know uh being responsible mode right i know that like all of our kids none of our kids are like oh i'm gonna get up early and you know start my day off with my quiet time and then i'm gonna do this i'm gonna get up early exercise and but you know all of them all of our older ones have had jobs they've all gotten up when they needed to they don't miss their jobs and uh they work all day long and they're and they are they contribute yeah you know and, and so and i think just, i don't want to be though go ahead ben. no i think just like and again protecting the relationship and being if you have that established then i think that moment you see your kid go like maybe i could do that because they're thinking those things like there's things that pique their interests like just fan that flame. So, you know, be there to be just jump on board and be encouraging me. Cause I think also sometimes people are, parents are fearful. And so they, you know, they often could dissuade their kid from something that could become something very, you know, big for them because it's not the, you know, the, cause honestly, like my, one of my siblings, you know, he has a lot of different, Ike was on here actually a couple of weeks ago, you know, he has a lot of different ideas and you know the natural parent thing might have been initially is to be like well how are you going to do that you know that's not going to make sense but he showed interest in it and mom and dad encouraged that and if they had done the opposite of what you know i think it could have killed a lot of that and made him feel less motivated than some others so i think it's just important to make sure that you know especially if your kid's young like a teen like let them try stuff now because it's a lot easier to do that now than it is uh you know when they're 27 and have, you know, kids in a, you know, in house and everything else. Um, and also I think, uh, maybe use incognito stuff, you know, instead of being like, all right, you have to do this many lessons of this, maybe do something different, like maybe do a finance thing, but try to make it something totally different, uh, you know, as a group thing with all the siblings to try to just maybe engage them in ways that you haven't tried before in that way. And maybe not specifically him, but just to give him options that are things that he might not have thought about, or you've maybe not even talked about before. Cause sometimes that all of a sudden it can per- peak something and just be like, Oh, I never even thought about doing that. And then, you know, that could engage your child. But 
I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Teaching Textbooks is the, is the best math curriculum available, and our family has used it for many years. Their newest version of the curriculum is better than ever, and you can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy-to-understand way that takes the stress and the responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades, so you can easily ensure that they are learning, and you can check their progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun, and you can visit their website over at teachingtextbooks.com, check out a free trial, and view a sample lesson. But Dad, you saw an article on, um, I don't know where you actually saw it. Actually, it was a radio show. They were talking about homeschooling and uh, sent me the, the audio. But uh, where, how did you find it? Was it posted by someone? You know, I, I saw it uh, in a couple different ways. Uh, maybe I just heard the rumblings uh, of a conversation. But uh, Dr. Brian Ray, uh, he's the uh, really smart homeschool guy uh, who's been around for a long time. Um, who does statistics on home education. Uh, he, he owns the and runs the N-E-H-I-R-I, or Ben will have to look that up real quick, because um, then I always mess it up. But I heard that he was going to be on NPR, National Public Radio, and it was a couple of weeks ago, and then we left. So I never really heard the, the, uh, the, the actual uh, interview. Uh, but I listened to it today, and I was just... I was just uh, saddened by it. Uh, I mean, he did a great response. He did great responses, um, but they didn't give him very much time. I know he wanted more time, um, but I was I was saddened by uh, and maybe surprised um, by the topic uh, at hand. The whole topic was um, should homeschooling be more or how should we regulate homeschooling? And uh, as you click on the link, and we can maybe post that link um, uh, just below in the Facebook comments, um, uh, the, the announcer, the guy who started this, this radio program, he said, well, over the last year, you know, we've, had, we've opened it up to our listeners and have asked them the topics that they would like to, for us to discuss. <clears throat> and he said, so we're gonna do our top five. So these are the topics they got the most buzz. When this is all of NPR? Yes, this is NPR. This is not local NPR. This is national uh, NPR radio on the uh, 1A program. That's every day, I think. Um, uh, and so the topic was suggested by uh, a young lady uh, who is about, I think, 40 years old, as I did a little research afterwards. And uh, she asked the question, um, how should we regulate homeschooling? Now, they, they began the show with her, and we got to kind of talk fast here because I know Ben has to get ready to leave. Um, and her name was Jerusha. Uh, Jerusha. And uh, Jerusha uh, Laughlin, I think, was her name. And she basically was homeschooled as a child. Uh, and she had, I would say, a bad experience. Um, her bad experience was her parents and she used these words my parents were involved in a cult-like uh group um she never mentioned it but i'm going to mention it because i want you to know uh because she says later um uh or in in her other posts not on the show that it was uh ati and if you know what ati is which is the bill gothard uh group then hey you know what i'm talking about if you don't then you're okay you don't have to worry about it um, but she uh, was saying, you know, my parents were pretty strict in these things. They kept us uh, 
away from everything, very isolated. And she felt like it was, you know, educational neglect and abuse. And it just kept going uglier and uglier. She goes on to say that she is, she's now homeschooling or she has homeschooled. Uh, yeah, I, I'll correct that. She's not homeschooling. She homeschooled um, several of her children for four or five years, maybe six years. She did it out of guilt, she says, because she thought, you know, she had to as a new parent. And, and now she's, um, you know, really thinks that regulation needs to take place because she said some of those states out there, uh, I don't know how many are, 11, maybe a dozen. Huh? I think she said 11. 11 um, have no regulations. The state that I live in, Indiana, dangerous is states. one of those. The dangerous states. Um, but, you know, Dr. Brian Ray, he kind of addressed some of those statistics and um, she was prepared because she uh, was very aware of Dr. Brian Ray because, you know, she grew up in the movement in the early days. <coughs> and <coughs> the more I was saddened, I was saddened um, by the, the lady who, uh, the, who asked the question in the first place. And honestly, when they said her name was Jerusha, I knew right then the group that she was in. Um, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say some harsh things here in just a second here. Um, They're not meant to poke fun at maybe a group that you're in or have been involved in, but there's something that needs to be learned here. Um, uh, you know, when I hear people, because Jerusha is obviously a, uh, uh, a maybe a Hebrew name, Jeru would be, you know, same as Jerusalem. It's Yah, it's from, you know, Yahweh. That's where it's from. Whenever I hear people who name their kids, those kind of names, like a, a flag goes up and says, you know, not, not, you know, now, not nut like is in there crazy, but people who have fallen into thinking that if I name my kids certain things, that's a more spiritual thing. Usually they're the ones who dress a certain way. Usually they are the ones who are do dresses only. Um, they might wear their hair a certain way, or they look a certain way, or they don't have lots of th things. You know, you can start going down the list. They don't have a television. You know, we don't have whatever they don't have, you know, and, and homeschooling is one of those things. And, uh, you know, this girl was hurt because at some point, you know, she figured out that, hey, you know, the Bible doesn't say I have to wear dresses only. And instead of just throwing out the bathwater, they end up doing what, you know, the idiom says, they throw out the whole baby, they throw out the whole thing. And so now they've got this, this anger towards homeschooling. Um, and you know, the thing is, is these kids and they're not, they're not kids anymore. They're adults. They're not even young adults anymore. They're middle-aged adults. Um, they have uh, real hurts. Uh, there are groups out there. One's called uh, Recovering Grace. It's a website, probably a Facebook page. And uh, one's uh, called uh, Homeschoolers Anonymous. Um, I mean, when you go to those sites, they all sound, it's like a site full of Jerusha's. You know, they're angry. They're, they don't understand. Um, and they are, because they grew up with these families. And you can interject anytime, Ben. Uh, they grew up with these families that have like, they made all these rules. You know, you, you wear your hair a certain way, you wear a certain style of clothes, 
you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do this. So they had families who made it all about this. And so then they toss it out. They go right to those things first things. Like it's all about that. You know, their hair goes different. Right. You know, they get tattoos, they do all these things. Um, and then they start going after the real truth. You know, the stuff that was good to begin with, they start throwing that out as well. You know, where they there are no more morals anymore there are no more absolutes now it's all about freedom and liberty and, and yeah. it's sad to me you know the, um, because now they're going to lead their children in 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 a place that they're that they don't want their kids to be you know yeah. and i think they're, they're, it's going to come back and get them even harder than their parents actions did to them um, and I think we should do maybe a part two on this because we just don't have enough time left here. But um, right. one of the comments was her anger is misdirected. And that's totally true. Is that I was trying to think of an analogy. It's essentially, I mean, it would be like something bad happening in a Walmart parking lot. So you should say we should just like ban this basically. And it just doesn't like she's having something bad happen to her and she's directing it at like homeschooling is the reason. And I think the reason being and her philosophy behind it is, well, these kids are not not controlled by the government or control or, or kept track of. So we need to protect these kids by making sure the school and the government can check in on them and make sure they're not being abused. And she, I mean, she goes through like they're being raped and they're being chained to beds and they're being like abused and they're being, I mean, it was, and she's like, and we don't know how often this happens, but we know it's not uncommon, which means if it's not uncommon, it's common, which means, I mean, that is the most insane thing I've ever heard saying that homeschooling commonly causes rape and you know chaining to the beds and you know physically beating your kid like <laughs> that's insane i mean so right. just from not even like from a brian ray you know attacking it like statistically and and talking about abuse like things <laughs> like that like the, the the flip side is she's then basically i guess saying that the public school somehow has the answers to all this even though suicide is crazy you know rampant that drugs are out of control that like sex and everything else is out of control that um you know abuse in families doesn't happen like that is extremely frequent depending on the area i mean everything she lists is somehow she makes it sound like i guess goes away or at least needs to be checked in on these people who are just you know ruining their kids and i just think that is super not not r rational and at all um and obviously uh you know sh she has some reasoning in, on some of those and i agree like those situations are bad but <laughs> government control is not going to make that stuff better and, and but we can maybe go in farther because we only have like how, two about, how about we do this how about we're out of time right now um how about how about we do this how about well ben why don't you post the thing down there below us and then yeah, um well, that'll be our homework assignment, you know, so why don't you listen to that, see what you think, and then we'll talk about it more next time. Um, you know, uh, but I'll tell you what, here's my war one, my one warning. Um, parents, if you were involved in ATI at any time or had leanings in those directions, um, I think, you know, I know some of the parents have already apologized because I've talked to those parents, you know, I think we do need to apologize to our kids and say, we were, we were wrong. We got suckered into something that was not true, you know, but then don't, don't throw away the farm, you know, because I feel like that's what they're doing. They're saying I was hurt. Therefore it must all be wrong. You know, there was lots of it that was wrong, but there are still some truths because where you can you finally come down to say, well, maybe it's Christianity that's wrong, right. you know? And that's happening and so all the time. It is happening. And that's not, it's a wrong conclusion. 
So, and if you're starting to follow some of those same kind of leadings, and there are still groups out there, lots of them, you know, that put a lot of emphasis on the way we do certain things. You have to homeschool this way, or you only use this kind of material, or you only dress this way, or you only eat this kind of thing, or you do whatever. I'm telling you, it ends in a bad way. You know, it does. So um, go ahead and listen to her interview and we'll talk about it more next time. Um, because you know, the thing, thing about this, the, what, the thing she said about it, and we'll close on this, is that, you know, it was hard for her family. It was, you know, homeschooling, it was just all hard. She talks about parents who, you know, they would get angry and beat their kid over a missed math problem or whatever. That's why I think God gave us this barometer in our hearts. When your kids are smiling and you're smiling, you know, it means you're, you're, you're pulling with his yoke because he said his yoke was easy and his burden was light. If it's yours doesn't feel that way, he might be yoked into something that isn't his. Okay. Well, Hey, we got to go play volleyball or Ben has to go play volleyball. Um, I'm just going to go watch. Um, thanks for listening. You know, you're doing an awesome job. Uh, don't be discouraged. Just enjoy your family. Um, enjoy the day you get to be with them. And don't forget to smile. Thank you for being part of another awesome episode of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. As we mentioned earlier, if you'd leave us a good review on whichever podcast platform you listen on, we'd really appreciate it, and it could help out other homeschooling moms. Also, if you would like to check out the NPR spot we talk about or read more from Brian Ray, you can find the links in the show notes below. We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun, and you can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling. Got that sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul in my feet I feel that